Hey everyone, welcome back to Blank with Friends. I'm Mike. And I'm Jordan. And this week's guest is Tyler Killian. We talked a lot about his new opportunities. He just passed his real estate exam and he is now a licensed real estate agent. He's going to be starting that off soon. Talked a little bit about his dealings with procrastination and how he rationalizes certain things to himself. He's got a really great mindset and tries to improve himself every day of his life. I really think you guys will enjoy this episode. Follow us on Instagram, leave us a comment, and let us know what you think. Enjoy. Yo, then? Noise. <laughs> Noise. Noise. What is that from? Noise. Noise. Is that workaholics or something? The nineties. Key and Peele from the nineties. It's just from the nineties. General. Oh, that's Key and Peele, huh? Like they're doing the noise, the noise, noise. Breakdance battle or something. He's like noise. noise. And he's looking around like all creepy, with his eyes shifting. He's like, <laughs> dudes are winning Oscars now. Well, yeah. what's his name? Jordan. Directed um, Get Out. Yeah, he, he directed Get Out, and then he's uh, doing Dude, something else. Us. It's called Us. He did that Us one with uh, another creepy Lupita Nyong'o. That was the one with like the movie poster was the like scissors. Hmm. Oh, I I don't really. Watch I didn't those see kind it, but I heard it was it was a spooky one. Yeah. I don't like spooky. I don't do the spookies. No, I don't do. It. <laughs> Mike, you don't really watch scary movies either, huh? Um, I don't watch them because I feel like it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost take the supernatural stuff more because really? I'm like, this isn't like this could never happen. But it's like a murder in my house. I'm like, that is real. That oh, could really? happen. I feel Cannot the I, do I, that. My take is the opposite. The supernatural, I'm like, I feel like what? that's real. Yeah. What do you mean supernatural? Like, like if there's like a demon or something like that, or like some spirit. No, that's real. That's real. We all need that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's all real, dude. <laughs> this is the fear. This is the I'm telling you. Um, I'm scared. <laughs> I have always just like I watched a movie that wasn't even scary. This sounds so embarrassing to even say. The I think it's called the lip, the little vampire. Are you is serious? that the, the one, one from uh, the little boy with that blonde with the dude glasses? from what was he in? Like Stuart Little? Almost? Stuart yeah, Little, the Stuart yeah. Little kid, dude. Wow. And I was, was like, I remember movie, right? that. And they like, there was that like badass little vampire kid that like comes and hangs out with him, and they like turn a, a cow into a vampire or something. I don't something even, like that. I, don't I remember old that kid movie. I was kind of little when it came out, but I was spending the night at my friend's house, who I had never spent the night there before. And it was, he had fallen asleep and he wasn't waking up. And there was this part that was kind of like creeping me out a little bit. And I was trying to wake him up and he wouldn't wake up. And I was like, never again. <laughs> I went home, dude. That, you're like, I'm literally never going to hang out with this kid again. That was such a thing. Like when you were a kid of like getting a vibe from a kid, the other kid's house. Like you never yeah. know when you're going to walk in. You're going to be like, oh man, his family makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> right. Really though. That's a thing. Like. Other people's houses, there's a vibe when you walk in, especially when you're a little kid, too. It's way more, I feel like you're more impressionable. I remember being in, like, I must have been, like, seventh grade. And this dude invited me. He's like, you want to come to my birthday dinner? I was like, totally, man. Like, sounds cool. (laughs) And I realized I was his one friend invite to, like, his family, like, dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like... You were his friend. I was, I was like, I didn't know we were that tight. That's uh, that's always an interesting dynamic. Realizing you, you like, oh, I'm your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be like that, dude. Oh, one way. <laughs> I just remember sitting at the dinner, being like, "This is really uncomfortable." Really? Just because uh, it was like his whole family and me, and like I didn't know them that well either. Grade. How old are you when you're in seventh grade? Like 12, eleven or 12? 12, 13, 12? Like eighteen. 
But 18. <laughs> student math. Like, wait, I think that was when I was 21, maybe? 22. Because <laughs> I was drinking already. <laughs> Let's see here. Well, I got held back three times. <laughs> Carry the one. He's <laughs> like, what? This is probably why I was held back. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I would be oh so good goodness. with them numbers. Dude, so Tyler, you... Uh, you just passed your your real estate. My real estate license exam. I am a licensee. Sick. Congrats. Like, Thank you. Yeah. It was a lot more stressful just studying and then preparing for this big test because I, I haven't taken a big test in so long. And right. so I was literally days up to it, like couldn't eat. Stressing, and then I sat down. Literally, question number one, I was like, "Oh, I got this." And <laughs> no, I was so you, you like over prepared, like in a good way. Over like prepared, a- and yeah. that is so not my norm too. Like all through high school, I was the slacker kid that like. Yes, me too. <laughs> would oh, just like not even turn in my homework. I'd do half of it. And yeah. Like, just yeah. Not, Turning because I'm like, oh, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, <laughs> what's the point? What's the point to pass? Turning, <laughs> but I was, yeah. I was, I was, so turning that like adult page when you're like, man, I'm doing this for me. I yeah. can't slack. Yeah, because you this know? is for me. It's, I'm making this investment in myself. I'm literally, if I slack, I'm wasting my own time and money. And that's, if you, I mean, like, that's my mindset for yeah. almost everything now. It has to be. That's Definitely. how I was with my master's, too. I was never a perfectionist in school when I was younger. I would just do the bare minimum to get my passing grade yeah. and just get by. But, like, there was times on my master's where I was, like, investing some hours. And then I'd yeah. see the stuff other people were turning in, and I was like, why did I spend that much time doing this? <laughs> I'm like, please tell me they're not getting the same exact score that I got. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it's a different like off. transition into like adulthood and like the effort when it's for you. When you're too, realizing like you're, saying, you're like, I'm putting in this conscious effort. And one, two, it was started to be, you know, I loved the, the material. You know, I started to realize I'm like, I actually get excited learning about this yeah. stuff. And that was never, I was just never the kid in school that wanted to learn about math. Sorry, Jordan. But <laughs> I'm really offended. Math is definitely who I am as a man. So that's how I identify. <laughs> I identify as a mathematician. So I really take that personally. First and foremost, uh, First loved, and foremost. loved, loved English class. I feel like that's how you can tell how like anxious a kid was in high school is how much they connected with their English, English teachers. Teacher. I think I've seen oh, memes about that. Wow. that you can always so tell the most true. like unstable kid by who's the best uh, friend with the English teacher. Mrs. Crowley, if you're listening. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, <laughs> shout out. You got me through senior year. Really? Oh, yeah. She was like one of those teachers that was like day one. She was like, I really think rap is today's poetry. And I was like, you might be the chillest teacher in Irvine. Uh, <laughs> in nice. all of Irvine. In all of Irvine. And she was just always cool, like putting on music in the class, those telling us teachers. to like do creative writing and like getting stoked for us on it. She was cool. It's fun when you can give opportunities for people to create their Heck own yeah. and take their own direction. Sometimes kids don't take advantage of that, though, and that pisses me off. They don't key. realize that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's that effort thing. You yeah. Know? When you're a kid, you don't. If you don't need to care, you don't. Yeah. And if you realize that this doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I barely graduated high school. And I, I just did not care in school because I was not motivated, but I wasn't dumb. Yeah. And I just wasn't motivated, but I started realizing I'm like, wow, this assignment, like none of this matters. Once I got into community college, I was like, oh, once wow, you make I'm that starting mental over. decision, <laughs> yeah, I'm just starting over. The GPA is gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? To back what you're saying up though, is like, yeah, you're definitely not dumb. you also can be motivated when you want to. You taught yourself everything you know about yeah. freaking computer programming. 
It's yeah, like same. you got a career off yeah. of not even going to school. Like obviously you can learn, and if you want to learn something, you can yeah. do it. You know, it's surprising though on that note where you're you said Tyler, you're like I do this when you're doing it for yourself. You kind of have to like step up your game. You I've do. been surprised on how reluctant I'm willing to work for myself. Like, I'm like, wow, Gosh. my standards are low even for myself. <laughs> you, you, I'm like, I really need help in this area. Even for myself, I'm not willing to do some things. You know? I, so this has been like, Taryn, my wife and I, we talk about this almost incessantly over the past years. I've realized like my biggest setback in myself, but, but also like it can be a tool for success is is my ability to rationalize things to myself and that was like as a kid in school was totally where it manifested because it was that thing of like oh i should probably just not write down that homework assignment in my planner because i'll remember that up here yeah yeah knowing full well i'm doing that because i don't want to look at it on the paper knowing that i have to do it and i probably won't do it (laughs) but it was the excuse but it's that excuse that you tell yourself in the head and you that doesn't go away problems that you deal with when you're 16 17 are the same problems you deal with just on a different scale when you get to be an adult i completely agree with that your habits get set at that age totally totally i was talking to somebody recently too that oh i forgot who it was but they were telling me about a book that talks about how your early 20s are the most influential years of your life because it sets the tone and the trend of how you're going to handle things 100%. and deal with things for the rest of your life. Like how you, cause it's the first time you're really facing some of these adult issues and it just becomes like a habitual thing. And so if you're reacting certain ways and you're choosing to back down from certain like challenges and refusing to step up and refusing to, you know, right. or, or if you resilience, are resilience or if you are, yeah. you know, either way it sets the trend then that momentum that, either direction. I mean, not, not to say you can't change that, but there's right. something legitimately uh, like psychological about those years. Uh, and I really wish I remember what the name of the book was, but um, well, I, I think that's also why you make some of like your closest friends at that age. You pick, uh, you, that's why I don't understand how you're supposed to pick a career when you're 17, 18, yeah. trying wild, to figure out, right? going through your whole life. You, you're not responsible enough to drink yet, but you're going to go into uh, $100,000 of forever. debt and decide on the career for the rest wild, of your man. life. I had no idea what I wanted to do coming out of high school. I had, I had a general sense of what I liked. I'm like, maybe I'll check that out computers mm. i ended up being in computers but if i were to like try to pinpoint something no idea i was like i don't know i'll take an art class see if i like drawing you know <laughs> do you feel like it's still like one of those things that for teachers there's like that pressure to try to pressure your kids to go to college there is some pressure especially with certain programs that are like college readiness or like put you on track to be able to be accepted to a four-year university but when kids ask me like I straight up tell them, I said, it depends on what you want. Cause some people want that experience of like dorms, partying, that whole side yes, of things. I, I'm one of those kids. Yeah. I never mean, got it, but I, he, well, but he's like, no, I still want to go. To I, hang, I like hang out around still. dorm rooms a lot. <laughs> like, is there a party around? <laughs> you guys want alcohol? Maybe I can, I can buy alcohol for you. <laughs> See you guys out in the quad. <laughs> 26. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but there, I encourage my students to go to community college. I feel that. I really feel that. Especially, like, I try to recommend that to all of my, like, family friends. I'm like, go to community college. If you are set on going to school, go to community college. Bust out the first two years and save the money. Unless you're one of those people that really just wants to have that college experience of... That's what I'm saying. You know, Johnny Football and the whole frat thing. Yeah. I think the big thing though is do you want the experience? And if you're getting scholarships, these kids are like, right. Like if you got scholarships, go. If it's it's an athletics thing, like totally, that makes sense going straight from high school. Yeah. 
Um, I just give it gives you time those two years to actually think about you, what you want to do because I did, I changed my career right. choice within those first two years. Yeah. And at that point, there's not like all this money that I had already invested in something, right. or I'm having to like do whatever. It gives you time, and I think for me, it was really beneficial. Yeah. You went to community college for like a little bit, didn't you? For a minute, and then decided that was not for me. <laughs> really? Did you have an yeah. idea coming out of high school at all, like what you were gonna do or no? You were I, a completely different idea. I so. I really didn't have any sort of direction either. Okay. And I kind of hit that point. Did of that like, come from, uh, not to cut you off, but I just wanted good. to ask this really quick. Does that come from like your lack of motivation uh, or your parents not being there to like direct you? I would say I never really gave myself the opportunity to like invest in any of that. And I wasn't pushed to growing up. Okay. Much. I was one of four boys. And so it was kind of like, what do the four of you want to do? Ah, you know? Okay. And so it was good. I learned to kind of follow along. Mm-hmm. And so I've been great at picking up things. But wow. I relate to that a lot. Yeah. I'm one of four boys too. Are you? Yeah, yeah. How funny. Yeah. And so. Me too, except for one of the boys is a girl. Okay. Dang, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to relate. <laughs> Boy, am I thirsty? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I trust me. I have more siblings than that. It's the whole like separated parents thing where For they sure. both remarried. So I've got technically like five siblings that I know of, and like no kidding, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> um, but growing up, it was one of those things where I just don't feel like I necessarily pushed myself to try to explore what I was into yeah and that came hard as an adult of like realizing you're like oh so many people are just kind of figuring out what's next like oh I've got this cool job and then this other opportunity is going to come to me and hopefully I take that and can get on something good but I feel like so many times you miss the opportunity just because you aren't willing to put yourself out there oh okay and I miss that a lot as a kid Mm. of just not putting myself out there so I didn't get to learn about myself. Oh, okay. So I came to 18 and it was time to graduate high school and I had been like looking around and a lot of my friends um, were getting into the medical field like doing paramedic work or working in the firefighter field and I had done because I did swim team and water polo th- all through high school that I did lifeguarding and I was mm-hmm. like okay this seems like an easy transition like lifeguarding it's like first aid and i did a lot of like i so i started the community college of going through like fire tech i was going to be a firefighter and firefighter slash paramedic that was the goal and i quickly realized like a i just i was like i don't like school and i rationalized it as the like I'm just going to take a year off. That whole thing. Yeah. Knowing that is, very well. That is you're like, I'm everyone's never biggest rationalizing thing, knowing I'm, I'm never, never coming back, back to yeah. this place. Uh, it, I think it started as like, I'm going to probably just not finish out this semester. I'm going to hit up next semester. Yeah. <laughs> I got next count, semester. We're going to count this one as an L. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to get them next time. Fall semester is mine. <laughs> one, it was like, I, here, I was also 18. I The week after graduation, mm-hmm. I moved out of my parents' house. I was on my own. And so it was one of those things too. I was like, I could be working 40 hours a week or I could be sitting here going to school for something I'm not even sure I honestly want to do. Right. Yeah. And so I honestly, best decision I've ever made. I would Ooh. not be happy as a firefighter. I know that now, but I mean, and so it was good for me 
and I don't think that college needs to be for everyone. No. But yeah. that's I, if, if you want to be a teacher, it's probably best that you get some education. You have if to. If you, you know want to I mean? be a doctor, I'd probably prefer that you got some education. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That but, would make sense. <laughs> YouTube ain't going to cut it. But I've, I've been doing sales my whole life. You, know, yeah. I, that, you never needed an education. That's kind of something thing. Yeah. You, can, you can get an education and become better at it, but it's the kind of thing you either have it or you don't. I would agree with you right. with sales, man. There's yeah. a character to that where you can, you can either sell something or you can't, I can't envision myself selling something. Really? I, I'm not that kind see. of person. You have, you have a personality and I think it's a, a good salesman is someone who is able to put on a different personality when it comes to that moment and still be able to let the right part of you shine through. So it seems genuine, but you can still kind of like keep your mind going because it's not the full you. Right. It's okay. harder to be calculated when you are putting it all out saying. there. Yeah. I almost did that sales, but I was, I, I don't know how, like the exact route for it, but my uncle was telling me you can go to like school to be a better salesman or something like that. Well, you probably can get a degree something. and probably like what marketing, business, marketing, business marketing, something that's like kind of that, have yeah. sales behind it. Right. That was right. a suggestion he gave me when I was young and trying to find my way. Yeah. And he's like, you could do engineering. It's my uncle Rudy engineering or you could do sales you're good you're charming you're a good mm -hmm. talker and you relate to people and i'm like yeah i do like talking to people but i don't know it's it's that whole thing i ended up doing computer science but i started off doing uh computer engineering because everyone else in my family was doing engineering so i uh, kind of followed along and i realized thing. i was like i don't like physics <laughs> it's hard oh, I, I hate physics. i like <laughs> it i like it if i'm not trying to figure out a problem the the problems where it's like you have a truck that's going downhill it, it breaks at 40 miles per hour how far does it go oh i'm gosh, like yeah. i don't care i don't care. <laughs> i've I lost really interest if, yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so it was like i just followed along but i found myself along the way what did you so you started then working 40 hours a week so yeah i at that point i was like all right well i'm gonna i need to make money yeah if i'm not going to school i need to make money and i totally didn't tell my parents that i was like not going to school anymore. not going to school anymore <laughs> uh, well you were moved out at this point. i was right? moved out yeah. um and so i started yeah retail <laughs> they're like how's school you're like going great oh, i so have good. all a's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going really great definitely not just getting tattoos and <laughs> sitting outside you mean the school of life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> buying an xbox and <laughs> i see the xbox right there dude oh uh, those are those are the Dude, that, yeah, the 360, know, right? that's the man. same one that 360. I'm not a video gamer at yeah. all. I got it because I was like, I want to play Grand Theft Auto. It sounds cool. Yeah. Do you try things? It seems like you try things and you try to see if that kind of resonates with Ooh, you. I'm definitely like try it, see if it sticks. And, and I then a, you're like, eh. But that is, I, that is something I'm actively trying to work on of not being the person that like, sh uh, like shies away from a challenge. Yeah. And I think it's so easy to be that person that only goes for the challenges that I know I'm immediately going to be good at because that is my personality. Just being like, yeah. Oh, that looks really hard. I'm probably not going to attempt that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, everyone wants to win. Yeah. Right. So I totally get that. Yeah. I don't usually go for things that I'm like, I'm like, that's challenging. I might fail. Yeah. Probably not going to do that. Then. Right. But imagine it. I want to try to change yes. my personality to be yeah. that person of like, all right, I'm probably going to fail but I'm going to learn something from this. And that's how yeah. I've been able to motivate myself almost towards the real estate stuff is because that is huge. You know what? When I was 18 and I had to choose, do I want to go to school or do I want to work 40 hours? Right. I'm now at a point where I am going to stop working 40 hours, making that consistent paycheck to try to build something bigger. This is a challenge that I am nervous. You know, Yeah. it's, it's that I'm not immediately going to be the best at this. Right. I mean, I might, 
Why are you, I, why are you I, doing I, this then? I I'm have curious. a passion for real estate. Like I okay. love houses and I love that interaction of being able to help someone find a house or help someone sell a house. Like okay. as a home, that is such a cool experience. And I've been doing sales for so long, trying to find out what avenue I want to let that take me. Mm-hmm. And you know, whether this is my last stop on the like career train and I realize this is perfect, I'm going to be a real estate agent for the rest of my life. Cool. Maybe not. Maybe I keep doing this and I find something else that I want to work for on top of it and keep okay. going. But as for right now, as for right are. now, this is, you know, it's a great path and it's, I have friends who've done it and they love it. And like the more I research, it was one of those things are like when I started the process of like looking into it, like what would it be like? And, you know, starting to prepare and get myself ready. I was like, man, this really seems like something I'd be good at. Oh, cool. And so obviously that helps with the confidence and seeing other people do it is like the biggest thing that is my motivator. Cool. Seeing yeah. other people succeed at something that I want to do yeah. is like the easiest thing to just be like, okay, cool. Like I, if they can do it, I can do it. It's yeah. helpful to see that it's doable and you can see what they're doing and how they're tackling it. And you're like, yeah. all right, like I see that they are overcoming mm-hmm. that and, and stepping into it and watching someone do it. So you kind of have this idea One of how to do it. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause and you that kind of is follow their journey. The biggest way for me that I combat that rationalization that I have to like convince myself I don't need to do something that oh, I yeah, should be dude, doing. That's so true. I, I completely, I'm telling you, bro, completely relate it's, to that. I know. Yeah. We're I'm like, cut, I don't from the same, cut from <laughs> the same cloth. Yeah, we really are that it's, aspect. It's that, you know, when you, oh, I totally lost what I was going to say. It was, but it was along the same lines of just like, you know, that rationalization that I have to shy myself out of growing. Because I'll tell myself like, oh, you should probably just wait to do the X, Y, and Z tomorrow. Yeah. And then I miss that opportunity <laughs> to grow. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. hear my wife, wife turn, laughing yeah. from turn, the laughing. She's like, "Oh my, shaking my head." <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, what's, uh, you know what's crazy? I don't know if this is true for you, but it's true for me. I have, I, I hate when I'm stagnant, aka I'm not growing. But I hate growing too. Well, uh, growing it's is weird. It's there's weird. growing pains. There's dude. growing it's... pains, but not not necessarily that. When I'm in the thick of it, I'm like, okay, I'm growing, and I understand. And when I'm doing it, I'm fine. But the initial decision to start something new whatever it may be in order to grow i hate i'm that, like i will talk my way out of that completely absolutely that is the rationalizer yeah. mentality yeah. right there you're gonna start thinking of you like oh this other thing is much more important i should probably yeah. do this first i should just go take a nap i should probably go yeah make sure i'm full energy when i hit yeah, that yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know my room's not clean i can't sit down and work on programming and they, right? that's what they actually say is like procrastinators to combat that the first thing is just like figure out what step one is do that then figure yeah. out what step two yeah. is do that for me too it's time. like any sort of schoolwork or a paper or anything like that the hardest part was starting and if i was like a couple of weeks before the due date if i just sat down and put a header and wrote an intro paragraph you're probably going to do more oh i just well even even that if i even if i didn't sometimes i did but even if i didn't i was mm. i caught myself thinking about it already like oh i've already started that mm. it's not it wasn't hard to start it mm-hmm. and then the next step it's just like kind of progresses but that initial start for sure is the hardest well, thing. And it's so much more of a like you know, this is why I've been working on this because I realized that it's so much more of a relief too to actually do something and not just have it mentally hanging over you. Yeah, like, yeah. Like definitely like guilting torments. yourself. Clawing like, at you. And I, I can't remember what podcast I was listening to and he was like, you know, you at some point it's doing you more harm than good to stop, you know, to not do what you're planning because to you're do. Because you're dwelling it's on it. It's something that I want to do. Yeah. Like always yeah, exactly. it's something that I want to do. But I always think that you know the biggest amount of growth happens from uncomfort being uncomfortable yeah. oh yeah for sure you Pacing have to opposition. be uncomfortable to grow 
and yeah. equally. So yeah. like the hardest changes probably require the most uncomfortableness. Yeah, I think yes. something yeah, I've learned the most you. about that is, and I'm, I think I'm getting better at this currently, and I hope to even continue getting better, is when I'm in those uncomfortable positions, recognizing that it's good and oh, being able to just so breathe. Hard. And oh, yeah. and release like release the stress about it because it's I like cannot. sometimes I get like you know you get so worked up when you you're that in that mind, like and a you're rat like I don't know cages. how this is gonna I don't I'm so frustrated I don't but sometimes it's like you know what you've been here before you've been in challenges you overcome them it ends yeah right it's it's gonna be a wave there'll be a new page yeah There's... it's gonna be fine and embracing it in there like you're talking about we we sit here and we talk about challenge is good like hard time is good growth is good. But then when you're in it, you're like panicking. Yeah, I don't want to do this. But he's right, no, 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 you're yeah. like dying. Take me out of there's, this. Yeah, there's this <laughs> like me. Estonian proverb that I have had like written down on my phone. I've written down on a piece of paper. And it's the work will teach you how to do it. Obviously, it's translated in English. But I think yeah. that's such like a powerful thing. Is, you know, you, I, my biggest fear is like, oh, I'm not going to be immediately good at that. But doing it is what teaches you to be good yes, at it. Yes. Along yeah. the way, you learn yeah. how to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of rationalize being in the thick of it. it. When I'm in the thick of it, I rationalize it to myself and be like, okay, in a week, this won't matter. Mm-hmm. In a month, however long it may take, in a month, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And a year, you know, even, I'll be fine, you know. And in the grand scheme of things, that's really not that long. No. I look back a year ago at things that are, or I even tell my students sometimes they're all like upset about some test and they're like they'll come in my, into my room crying because they just think they failed their their test in physics or whatever and i'm like easiest part of their life i'm like no joke but but i think because their window of life is so small and i think yeah, the larger true. it gets the more you understand that it's, it's not, fine yeah. there's going to be more years there's going to be more days there's going to yeah. be more feelings that come and that go yeah. but and when their little lives you know what i mean if you're a freshman in high school like that little blip and how you feel right then is so important because you right. haven't had that much life experience. Gosh. Can you imagine how easy high school would have been if you just didn't care about all the stuff that you cared about in high school? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or actually cared. <laughs> or if you cared about anything. <laughs> or, or if I actually turned in my work. <laughs> what's, uh, just out of curiosity, what's like the most like proud you've ever felt like from a sale or anything like that in your journey? You know, so right now I am doing what what I'm wrapping up doing is car sales. And yeah. that has not been fulfilling. No. You know? And I'm not on the floor. I'm not the guy that you meet with when it's like, put her there, let's get you into a car. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not that guy. I'm the, I'm the guy that's on the phone stuck in the that calls you that calls you being like, Hey, I noticed you were here the other day, like I see you didn't buy a car. Why not? Yeah. And then I'll get into it with that person. And so it never really feels like I get to have that huge victory of like, yes, I did this. (laughs) But you get to have those small wins of like, I hang up the phone. I'm like, that guy was a hard no. And I turned that guy into a buying this car. Like that is cool. That's a proud feeling. And that's just like on a small day to day basis. But that's how you build confidence in like being a salesman. And so that's why I, with the real estate thing, getting into that and like starting live, you guys caught me right at, I'm literally about to start. It's a very path. transitional. Yeah, a very point. transitionary like next period. Next week or what? Yeah, next week. Dang. Like, Dang. Wednesday, Thursday. right? You said something about Wednesday Wednesday is my last day with my current job. Um, wow. And then, yeah, going live in real estate from there. Wow. Damn. Are you going to miss those salesman victories? Well, he's going to get them. I'm going to get them in well, not initially. I'm going to hopefully get them in like bigger ways, but that's not really something that I was needing to validate my okay. path at that job. 
I, what I'm excited for at the real estate is the journey of hopefully not too long of a journey of helping someone find their house and then, you know, getting them into it as easy as possible. Yeah. That's a cool experience. Like helping someone purchase something that that's a huge, that's literally probably the biggest purchase that you can make ever as like on, on earth, as far as like what you're doing, you know what I mean? Like a house. Yeah. And, and that like it's very journey to that, and especially when someone walks in and they just love, I like love your guys' house. I'm like, this would be sick to be able to like mm-hmm. buy a house that you just love when you walk into uh, and you being a part of that experience. Well, it's I an love, exciting experience. I love it. And f- looking at houses, like searching for houses for some, that doesn't sound like work. That's fun. I love yeah. looking oh, at I, houses. Oh, I go to, I hit up Zillow all the time. Right, all the time. Just, just like, dang, Zillow like sort that? by highest number possible. <laughs> yeah. and you start just looking this at one's all only the thirty-four million <laughs> waterfront. <laughs> but look at, we can get a jacuzzi upstairs in our room. Like, only what? eight bathrooms. What a dump. <laughs> Next, I'm gonna, like, go ahead, I'm gonna go ahead and bookmark it anyways. Oh, uh, <laughs> this this color scheme on this mansion sucks. Yeah. I would not buy this. <laughs> It's the paint on the walls. Yeah, that's the paint. It's one of the sound. biggest reasons why I realized I needed to leave the car industry is I was like getting mad at people because they wouldn't like if if they got to the point where I'm like, well, you need to come in. They're like, no, nah, I just don't want to buy a car right now. Like, I don't want to spend one hundred and ten thousand dollars. And I was like, what do you mean you don't want to just spend a hundred? Like, <laughs> starting to get mad at these people for thinking about their decisions <laughs> for like yeah. rationally like budgeting their life and being right. like i can't afford i cannot afford this and that was just You're the like, mentality that bitch. was needed <laughs> the mentality that was needed for that job is like all right you finished sale what's the next one what's the next one what's the next uh, one go, and go, it, go. it the real estate is a little bit more spaced out you get a little bit of room to breathe yeah. you get a little bit more time to work seems with seems like people. it's more personal it's more personal and that's yeah. what i need in my life yeah i cannot do the impersonal like faking the building rapport in three minutes or less to try to convince this guy to come in is not, it doesn't make me happy. Yeah. And you get that victory, but that's a, that's a, I'm making money victory. That's not like I'm happy. I'm proud of myself. Victory. Or like you just changed someone's life for the better. You got them into a new home or something like that. That's different. I feel like most car salesmen that I've dealt with usually aren't trying to help me find the best thing for me. No course not i feel like a real estate agent would be much more like what even though even though it is still sales like you're trying to make your commission a month like they're helping you find the best thing for you absolutely and that is like part of what will hopefully make me stand out is you know being able to give that personal connection and helping them throughout the journey because i get it that's a stressful journey like finding a house, especially spending the money on a house. You want to make sure you're that's making a, a right that's decision. That's a burden, yeah. And people, will, I think, need to hear that, too. Um, Interesting. Cool. How long have you been in the car industry for? Three and a half years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. At what point did you realize that you wanted something more out of those, I guess, victories, that you wanted some more, um, for mm. lack of a better word, intimacy or connection with the people that you're selling to? I like that. That's a good question. Uh, it was probably, I'd say like a little bit after when I got married. So like a year and a half ago. Okay. It was like after the wedding. Cause then you kind of hit that check mark in life of like, Ooh, all right, let's start reevaluating the other areas of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I got my, got my love life on lock. <laughs> so I think we can start to look at, look at the other things in life. Yeah. And so then you start see, realizing I'm like, I shouldn't leave mad and exhausted from work every day. 
Yeah. You know? And that's so many things. I listen to so many of my friends or even, like, my family who will just talk about life and things that they do. Like, they have zero control over it. And I cannot have, you know, a problem in my life unless I'm trying to work on a solution. Because then you just, you can drive yourself crazy. And so I think I was, like, hitting too many of those days where, you know, I was just waiting for the weekend, working for the weekend. Being that guy, I was like, oh, man, if I could just get through these next five days. And then I realized I was wishing away weeks at a time. Oh, wow. Dang, that's a crazy way to think about that. And that's, it's scary to, like, find myself realizing the time was going by quickly. And while I was making money, I wasn't getting anything out of it. Mm -hmm. And you can find a lesson to learn in everything. Mm-hmm. In every situation, but at some point you realize you're outgrowing the problems that you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis, and there's a way to change it. Yeah. Dang, I like that. You're outgrowing well the problems that you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. It's it's so that is I mean, and I get hungry like looking for new things to work on for myself, but it's also scary. I don't yeah. like uncovering the things about myself that I have to work on. You're like, ooh, let's, let's cover that back up. Yeah, yeah like, let's, let's go ahead and uh, yeah. put a drawer yeah. that one in the drawer. And Dust that one under yeah. the rug. That's the rationalizing again. Yeah. like, I'm going to deal with this less priority. <laughs> no, no, no. There's other things I have to do first. Oh, man, dude. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious to um, uh, understand this about you is when you find those things that you do discover about yourself and you realize, oh, my God. That's kind of like scary. It's daunting to face that. Where, where are you? Where do you drive your hope from with all that? When you face big challenges and just things that you learn about yourself that aren't necessarily hmm. likable, I guess. Does that make sense? Like, where do I find the desire to try to fix it? Yeah, yeah. Where are you rooted in? Like, like your sense of identity. Like, what do you remind yourself of to try to get goodness. through those things? Goodness. I goodness. This is just I, a normal question that Mike asks when he meets somebody. Yeah, he's like, "Nice <laughs> to meet you." It's like, hey, so. my name's Mike. Where do you uh, source your identity? <laughs> I'm like, curious. Excuse me. I'm curious. <laughs> no, no, I know. I'm just. I'm someone who very much let me hear it. Gets my energy on a day-to-day basis from the people around me okay and so i firmly believe that like anything that i put out i need to be giving that back to the other people that are around me in life too and so the stuff that i work hard for you know it's those daily reminders of all right if i work hard on this then i get to be this better person or i grow in this way and that'll help you know improve my wife's life that'll help improve my friend's life my coworkers' life yeah. and that's the kind of stuff that it's a give and take with all that because you also expect that from the friend i expect that from the friends in my yeah. life well and you're you're pouring out you expect to get poured into absolutely and i expect to have friends that grow as well and invest in themselves and you know i've been lucky to marry someone who very much invests in that in herself too and so I like <laughs> need to, I think that's so important. And it's basically, I see it as keeping up my end of the bargain. Cool. Hmm. Working, working on that kind of stuff. I like that. Cool. You know? And you, do you think that helps? I mean, I know Terrence sitting right here in the room with us, but do you think what? getting married? <laughs> Who? What? No, no, it's not. It's, I mean, she's like, no. It's, Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think that made you like step up in some regard? Oh, a hundred percent. And like realizing certain things about yourself? Like, damn, I got to fix this. Like I got to. Yeah, she's always laughing. <laughs> I feel like it exposes a lot of it's, things in yourself when you get married. You start or when being you get able close to shine to a light on yourself, and you're yeah. like, "Oh man!" But this not is only a... do you see it, like they see it too. Yeah, and like, Ugh. <laughs> and that's, uh, oh, that is a hard thing for me. Is like, 
making sure I'm like, I want all my friends to know that I'm doing okay and that I'm successful and that they don't worry about me and that I'm going to be, and that's not a thing to, that you should, that I should be stressing about. And so that's the kind of thing that I, on a daily basis, you get to shine a light on some of those stuff that mm-hmm. is always there, but yeah. that's a daily constant, like working on problems. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy to be like, to have things about you pointed out, especially when someone is close to you. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> Even friendships, man. Yeah, because Mike and I go through that a lot where we're like calling each other out on some stuff and it's like, I'm like kind of sensitive to it sometimes and I'm like, oh yeah. damn, that like, <laughs> that kind of hurt. <laughs> Those the important conversations though to have. Oh, yeah. they're and good. You know, it's, you yeah, know. sorry. What is that saying? The, the harder the truth to tell, the truer the friend that tells it. Oh, cool. I've never I'm heard like, that. You got all these sayings, bro. You got to start dude. writing these oh, down. Co- Just text me like some of these, dude, every day. Start giving you the daily, the daily rollout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to the email list, dude. We're going to have a segment of just Tyler every episode of our podcast. Just... If you want to grow, learn to love the pain. Like, nice. Kenya. Cool. Thanks. That was our segment with Tyler today. Dude, this is, I, I want to get a title out of this, dude. I listen Drop to one, one, one. so many podcasts and any like podcasts, books, anything that I, if I see like gravitate to a sentence or like a quote or a phrase, I, oh, I'm writing yeah. it down. That's it's cool. I need down. to do that more. Cause I hear a lot of that kind of stuff, but I don't write it down. I think that's, mm-hmm. I think something sticks to you too. The more you like, if you write it yes. out oh, um, yeah. and I think you understand it more and you resonate with it more because you're spending time like doing a physical like reaction to mm-hmm. something that's sparking something yeah. in your brain. That is totally my way of studying for the real estate exam was like, I got the study guide and I literally wrote the whole study guide out then printed up yep. a new one, wrote the whole study guide out. Oh dang. That's yeah. yeah that's time. But I mean, that's why like in math, people get upset with like number, like the re- redundancy of writing stuff. And then mm-hmm. I, I like to teach in a certain way where they write and speak about it and have discussions about it. Cause then it gives a more full, like well-rounded, like if mm-hmm. you can talk about something that you're learning and you can also write about something that you're learning and it's like doing it and exp- uh, demonstrating it in multiple ways and avenues shows that you've actually learned Comprehended it. Comprehended it yes. and you can apply it. Yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. Damn. Well, that was the coolest feeling as a kid or just even as an adult new now i mm-hmm. realize it like when you actually are trying to learn something like, oh i get this I get i'm about to apply the shit out of this <laughs> <laughs> it just starts clicking now. yeah like in math oh, you see some lady in math like the math questions or whatever the word questions like oh some la- maria is carrying 10 watermelons down the street and you yeah. finally see that and you're like oh i'm about to figure out the <laughs> circumference of the sun right now <laughs> off of maria coming down the street right now oh my gosh what was the hardest thing learning in real estate because i don't even know like did you do uh, a book there's there like so a massive many... book you had to so read so i had or... to take it was about 90 hours of um schooling online you, you don't have to online. do it online but i chose to do it all online cool and there's so many just random laws and rules and regulations and ordinances that are like a lot of gray area too and so trying to study that and comprehend it where it's like this mean is it's like that whole a square is a rectangle but a rectangle is not a square there's a yeah. lot of that kind of stuff in real estate where what? it's just like <laughs> like backdoor in this yeah backdoor what? stuff <laughs> hold never on heard I that? Think, no you didn't know that that's not just one of my phrases that is the that. thing yeah. that's Wait, a square what? <laughs> mind if i park here for a second uh, <laughs> Let's talk about this whole rectangle thing. <laughs> Hold up. A shape. Oh, you didn't know that? That's a thing. Yeah, a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't a square. Yeah. I've right. never heard that, you so know. I've never th- really thought that, about does that Does that make sense, though? Yeah, yeah it does okay. make sense. All right. 
you're able to comprehend and yeah. apply. Do you, feel like <laughs> you apply that? Next time you yes. see a square, you're going to... Like, I should like, that's certainly a know that. Is, like, Someone's like, no, it's not. It's a square. You're like, a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. They're like, wow. Like, I learned that yesterday yeah, from my I friends. Learned. <laughs> I learned to that. You learned that? Just enlightening people with yeah. some dumb knowledge they that. don't even care about. <laughs> They're like, yeah, dude, I heard. Yeah. That's great. I'm really what proud next? of you. <laughs> what else did you learn today? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, but I think I cut you off. What were you saying? <laughs> I, w- I just I'm had grab another right beer. There. I don't even Go care. Ahead. Record this, dude. Go Leave ahead. this in. Leave this in the podcast. I'm getting another beer. live, live to hard drive. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were thinking about doing um, a straight up live taping, maybe on uh, like Instagram live yes. or Facebook live. Uh, but I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> you guys are able to do something really cool with this podcast, though. I think when you guys are interviewing your friends, it gets to be a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll... Um, I'm good, dude. I'm good right here. Yeah. This agua is hitting the spot. Little hair of the dog. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we were in the pool yesterday, and... It's that, like, when you're sitting in the shade in the pool and you're still sweating, oh. that heat out here is real. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What's something I like about the podcast? Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> something I like about... <laughs> Turn my mic. Thank you, sir. You got it, man. Thanks, hot guy. You're welcome, paladin. Ah. Something I really like about doing the podcast, and I was even telling you this, and I was like, dude, yeah, I'm looking forward to sitting down and hanging out with you because there's a different dynamic that comes out once the mics are on. Mm. And I've had such cool conversations and like moments to learn about things. What? Yeah, yeah. Why no, I'm agreeing with you because I you, like, like what you're saying. You got this creepy little smile I, on I, your I face, just, dude. I thought captivated me right now. I'm like, I do something right cute? Now. You like this or what, dude? I thought captivated me right now um, on, on what I like about the podcast, but I'll share it after you share Yeah, well, it's definitely a different type of conversation. Like, we've mm. never had this conversation like a it's directed conversation oh it's weird it's the minute the mics turn on it's like we kind of present ourselves a certain way i'm not that i'm doing anything differently but it's like okay we're doing this with intention and purpose and technically for an audience you yeah. know for my mom because that's the only person that listens to me, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to gear our questions towards thanks mom hi <laughs> mrs medley <laughs> hi, but Mary. there's a there's a cool sense and i've loved doing it with like different friends and friends that i don't like you know you know a lot about but you still learn something more about and an understanding yeah. of how they process things and understand things and overcome challenges mm. and yes it, it's really cool and i hope that i just get to do this with literally every single one of my friends and their their friends and then just understanding it's, it's, it's just a sweet network yeah. yeah it's yeah. been rad i, I, I get to know mike's friends too like yeah. uh, last week we had a guy on um, steven williams and Good i, I met him once and i was like this is a cool dude like and I told Mike right away, I was like, we got to have that guy in the podcast. Yeah. And then the podcast with him was so rad. He's just a cool guy that yeah. I just got to meet and talk to and have like a real conversation and understand someone's life. And yes, just we don't we, I mean, the we, people we've had on are, are cool and they have good things to say. And even if we've had people on where I'm like, I don't really know if much is going to come out of this. You know, I don't want to shout out people, but some of y'all suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm totally joking. To but like you just don't know sometimes yeah, you're like, well, we'll see. It might like, be a complete wet sandwich. On the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he such a wet sandwich? Ew. <laughs> but I know exactly what you mean. But like, there's times that you're like, I don't know. You really do have these sayings, man. <laughs> oh, this guy's a wet sandwich. He's right. That makes down. so much sense. But sometimes the cool stuff comes out of people that I never expected. Not that I yeah. expected that they weren't cool, but do like, you're just pleasantly surprised. Do you feel yeah. like this has made you guys better? 
question askers in your everyday life. Yeah, yeah. But I have more room to be introspective on a platform like this. Mm. Like, I I think I've met you guys like twice, yeah. a few times. Um, and now I'm actually having an intentional conversation with you. When would I ask you what I just asked you earlier? Never. Right? Like he was saying, that, yeah. that question, we were kind of poking fun at it because it's like that kind of stuff doesn't come out. No. Uh, unless... Being able to, like, where it's do like... you source your identity <laughs> from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you're giving, giving me my icebreaker question. <laughs> you're giving me my enchiladas. I'm like, so, Tyler, I know you like eating black beans, but where do you really drive your hope from? <laughs> He's like, these black beans. <laughs> these black beans. Uh, you ever had these black well, beans? They didn't have them. They of them. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it uh, I like diving deep, and naturally I just swim in those waters. Mm. Um, and uh, I find that more times than not, <laughs> trying to I'm trying to rationalize this as I talk, but when I meet someone, I can't initially go that deep with people because you just can't crack people open like that. No, you know, there's a certain level of like that arms distance that you have mm. to have, but. The funniest thing is, it could be a stranger, but then you put the microphone right here, and these people are like, yeah, I'll talk about, you know, my identity and my fears and my insecurities. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird, right? It is kind of odd. I didn't what really... gives you the right to hear that? Just because you put a microphone in front of my face. No joke. Well, we <laughs> podcasted so with... Weird. That's a weird dynamic. We podcasted with Lily, and she said the same thing. She's like, you guys have a lot of power. You guys need to, like, take that. Yeah. And it kind of landed. I was like, I do. Like, I could ask some weird, dark question of somebody. And just because I'm, there's a mic in front of them, like, you've kind of agreed to come here and somewhat yeah. expose yourself. Because yeah. if, yeah, then at that point, I have to be like, I choose to decline to answer this question. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, what a freak. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. This guy's He's awesome. got some demons. He's <laughs> <laughs> got some skeletons. Yeah, Reach out like, how your day's been. <laughs> I was uh, smiling at you and kind of smirking when you were talking about this yeah, initially. Yeah, you feel real cute, dude. Because, well, I'm glad. But because, for me, it's like, I have you for an hour, so I can ask you whatever oh, I want to ask you. <laughs> and what I want to ask you is I want to know who you are, like really are. So I'll just like ask you this wild question. But I've yes. I've learned the most when we get into those questions. And like you asked, have I am I a better question asker? Hundred percent. Because I'm listening to more stuff that I'm trying to not that it's like there's gonna be dead space on some of these. That's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. Because sometimes you're talking and, and then you just kinda of lose it and it's like, okay, and we have to you have to be able to grab another thing. Mm -hmm. And so that there's means a you have to be a good listener and it's there's yeah. a multitasking that comes into it because I'm listening to you and even as you're telling the rest of what you were saying, I'm pulling questions out of everything. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so there's things that I can always go back to and then ask something about because I was gonna ask earlier, you started talking about, you know, getting married and that process, and I was like, I literally thought about the Book question, mark. which is why yeah. I asked it back up again, was has that exposed things in you that you've been sharing and realizing? And so, I mean, getting married in general just causes, if you haven't had any sort of mindfulness and just like l looking inward, uh, getting married will definitely shake some of that loose. But yeah. I mean, that has been something that we very much connected on from a beginning level is, is taking that look inward. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how we knew we were ready to get married is, because we both have been able to like look at those things and work on them and overcome a lot of the stuff that was the things that really held me back. Okay. Uh, and I think, you know, getting married definitely, I mean, it teaches you more about how you are interacting with someone else. 
and like what levels all my all my things are at so like where's my oh i didn't know my patience was at that level uh, i didn't I know that like my confidence was at that level i didn't know where all of these things land and then when you apply it towards like what i was talking about earlier and how much energy i give into the people around me putting that person that is you know going through this journey with me mm-hmm. and you start to think about how i am as not only myself, but how I am affecting their life too. Yeah. yeah. And that's like an eye opening thing just in general. Yeah. How much selfless. power everybody has on mm-hmm. those around you. Mm-hmm. Like the influence, like the whether influence, or not you recognize yeah. it, like how you're affecting people that are in your life and right. in the, in your space and in your room, essentially in your square, but not a rectangle. <laughs> you see, he brought it back, dude. Yeah. Don't, don't you ever say that I don't teach you valuable things, Mike. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's cool. I mean, I think I learned a lot, like we were saying too, even just from being tight with Mike and being in each other's space and and having to accommodate certain things mm. and being called out and recognizing that you are, you know, your patience is at this level and you don't realize that until you're faced with somebody <laughs> who's going to test it. And uh-huh. that's never going to happen unless you let people get in that close and you start to learn that about each other. Mm. Yeah, dude, I admire the hell out of out of your wife over there, though. Oh. I'm excited to podcast with her, too. Yes. You guys, <laughs> if you think <laughs> I have little tidbits of knowledge, Tidbit. I'm just trying to keep up over here. I'm just trying to keep up. No, I even responded to a post that or something you posted something inspirational Taryn's in the room so I'm going to talk at my wife Taryn um she posted the inspiration. I was like, Taryn, I appreciate your posts every day. Like you are always like on something good yes. and like, pu- like pumping it up. And you're like, thank you. It means a lot. I was like, this that is, is cool. Uh, people need to be more like that in general. I agree. And I, I think that's something that I'm kind of coming to though, as far as like thinking about just sharing and encouraging and being more positive and uplifting yeah. to other people in my life. I think in my younger years, I was so focused on who I was yes. and figuring out my own thing. And now that I'm more like, okay and i'm like yeah i got my thing let's just tell everybody how great they are and encourage people and and like uplift people and challenge people in a positive way and like question and and get get be someone good in someone else's life absolutely well you don't realize how much power you have you know like we were saying is you don't realize that you have the power you could probably tank someone's day if i wanted to easily i could ruin your day (laughs) right now watch watch this watch this watch this (laughs) i just ruined my day check this out those pants and that shirt (laughs) who let you out of the house like see one of you is the ugliest man i've ever seen (laughs) and i will not tell you who So sit on that. <laughs> so go ahead and think on that for a minute. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, no, but that, it's man. like you can also just as easily take something small. And I probably can't, you know, it's, it's a lot to say, like, with one action, I can make your day. Yeah. But you can definitely improve someone's day, yeah. especially with the people in my own life who are the people that I put the snooze button on e- just as easily. Like my sister or my brother who are the people that I should be calling more often and I know get the most out of me calling them. Are the people that I'm like, oh, let me just do that tomorrow. I know you yeah. Mean, but yes. that's the one phone call that takes 10 minutes and then I get something out of it. I always end up being happier yeah. Yeah. and they end up being happier. Or shooting a text over to a, like you guys being like, hey, podcast dope. Yeah. Easy stuff like that. Seriously, yeah. just the baby like compliments or encouragements and stuff like that. And you never know what someone else is doing. Like you never their know. day could have be so shitty and all of a sudden just get this little like spark yeah. of like oh my goodness thank you so Dude, much the power and it sets the course yeah the power of life and death is in the tongue and how you communicate mm. 
Straight write up. that one down too. Write that one down. I like that. <laughs> that's I'm a proverb. That's that's from the Bible. Is it up. really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, what I was gonna say, bringing back up earlier, was also we talk about wanting friends in our life that are growing, challenging, and challenging, and doing stuff. Like it's way, it's better to be surrounded by people that are all moving forward. Whether I mean, when whatever direction they are, but not having like stagnant friends. I don't mm. know. Like I kind of latch on to people that I see that I'm like, oh, you're going to go do something. Like yes. that's cool. And isn't that ex- like, oh, that's inspirational to yeah. me. That makes me work harder. Yeah. I, oh man. And that's the thing that you really only realize once you hit like your mid twenties and like start getting older and you're like, why are some of my friends still just doing the same thing they've been doing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you're like, I'm not on that track anymore. No. Like, I'm, I'm running past that. And it's just like, it's so powerful of how much impact you have on everybody else. Obviously everybody has an impact on you too. So it's that important to surround yourself with people that are going to challenge you and that you feel like you could probably challenge them too. Yeah. Cause it can't be just a, I've around a bunch of people that work a lot harder than I am. <laughs> They're just like sitting back, just smoking weed. Just like, you Man, guys, you guys are really inspirational. You do. <laughs> I just think those people fall out of groups, like groups yeah. that are all like kind of just pumping each other up and there's right, this energy right. there is just better. Well, I have like this separation in my friend circles where I have my kind of like whatever friends where I can hang out with them and not think about anything. And then I have my friends, a, a group of friends that um, is more of the challenging circle hmm. of friends where I am able to grow and I hang out with them more. But also I realize for me, myself, I need those friends that I can just not think and be like, oh, let's be stupid. You know, what happens but if you try to less. bring up the like growth challenging stuff with like the, the uh, friends. fun friends? <laughs> yeah. yeah, those friends, um, usually it's not accepted. It's and just not dwelled on. It's not dwelled on. It's not like, um, yeah, pretty much dwelled on. It's like brushed over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, and oh, that's okay. why. And that's why they're classified mm. in my life as those types of friends. Mm. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just different people and I kind of like different needs and whatnot and the yeah. needs that they fulfill, to be completely honest. It sounds like I'm using people, but I'm really not. It's just sometimes I just need to check out and hang out There's and not do different people serious. that fill different roles in your life, yes. for sure. Yes. That's natural. It's not yeah. necessarily that you're using them. It's just that's the role That's a better way play. to describe it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not everybody's meant to be – you know, your significant other. No, so same yeah. thing. Exactly. Like, there's different roles that people play at different times. And I definitely, I think my friend circle is kind of like these rings mm-hmm. that rings, work yeah. their way out. And what I've fears I've, of influence, a lot guy. of that is proximity for me, like who yeah. I'm near, because right. I feel like we're it's, so tight, not because there's anything that's different now who you are than when I met you, but we live together. Right. So we hang out all the time. Oh, I feel yeah. like, we always come right back to being super tight every time I hang mm. out with you, but I feel like we were probably just maybe a little tighter when I was when we were hanging out, like at least once or twice a week when I lived out here in this area. You know what I mean? You and I have always been good about getting right to it and kind of cutting away the bullshit. Yeah, and we, we send each other like music every once in a while. We, we, like, we pop see up in touch. And, yeah, <laughs> I, I send you songs to let you know I think about you. Yeah, thanks, dude. <laughs> dude, that one song is tight by that guy. I because the beginning of it, I listened to it when my friend Thomas posted uh-huh. it, and I was like whatever like it was kind of 
yeah, in the beginning. It just sounds like an indie song. And then you then said, I said, I was like, you gotta listen. I was like, you gotta listen to at least two minutes and forty seconds in, because that is where in the song you will realize why I sent you this. Oh, that one song that transition. <laughs> Out of nowhere, yeah, it's by like the DJO. guy. Who... Yeah, so it's actually I sent him. First of all, it was like eight thirty in the morning, and Jordan's <laughs> one of the only people that I know I can text that early because yeah. <laughs> he's dude, already I'm up. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I'm in bed on summer break, dude, I'm awake at eight. I texted him just, "Do you watch Stranger Things?" Because <laughs> the guy, the artist, it was like I found is the actor that plays Steve Harrington on Stranger right, Things. Right, right. And I was like, "All right, let's check out this Hollywood kids' music." Right. And I always love being pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it was like, so sick. That transition good. in the middle, I was like, "Oh." Okay. It made me appreciate the beginning more too. Because the beginning, I was just like, "Oh, kind of sounds like that, like beach goth kind of vibe, yeah. like that kind yeah. of like." Indie. Like indie electric guitar, kind of like you're like okay, cool, like vibey, but yeah. not really doing any. And then it went switch. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, even oh. in the car, I was like, like my face was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've always, we've always had good talks about music though. Ever since I think that's uh, something yeah, that's that, been our biggest connector, dude. That bonds me immediately. If to someone. People? can put on songs that I consistently yeah. am like, good, what's this called? I think yes. that's what's... true for everyone, dude. Yeah. I think that's true for everyone. I mainly listen to like metal and rock um, and worship. So if someone meets me in those two areas. And Drake, don't I'm, forget Drake. And Drake. In those two areas, <laughs> and I'm metal like, worship. Yeah. And, and Drake, Drake metal worship. Metal worship. <laughs> Drake's, Drake's metal worship album is. <laughs> yeah, that one album he did. It's like, like really like off the key. grid, dude. Yeah, like not a lot of people know about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah, you gotta kind of be on the end for that one. <laughs> He had a cameo for her, you know. Hey, that's so true though, uh, because I've dated a few girls where um, I connected with them via music, and they would send me songs, and I, the connection there was so strong mm. as opposed to other girls I've dated where it's like, man, you know, listen to different types. That of music, was but. that was definitely a thing when it was like dating phase for me. It was like you look, you meet a girl, and you're like, all right, let me see this phone, let me see this music what are you situation. To? Yeah. You start scrolling through, and you're like, oh, it God. says a lot about a person. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god, <laughs> this isn't oh gonna god. work. Oh god, it says a lot about a person. It, it says does. A lot. Yeah, I've I've had to like lower my music snobbiness. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I'm like I can be kind of an ass when it comes to music and like looking at someone else's taste. So I've had to appreciate that. Like I I'm okay if someone doesn't have like some superior music taste because in is my mind. No one has the best music taste except for me. Nobody's like, got period. better music taste than me. And I <laughs> actually realized, like, there was there was a hot minute where I thought I was going to start a music blog. And I was, like, trying to think about it. I'm like, is this song good or do I just like it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, yeah. a whole thing starting to question myself. And, but you're like, but I'm likable. That's, <laughs> like, that's a real like, question, though. Is this song good or do I just have weird taste in music? Yeah. Yeah. I hate that feeling, though, of thinking some song is so good. And send then you it, show it to somebody it to and they're like, this song sucks. Yeah, you might like it. You could probably hate it. You could honestly turn it off. I don't care. <laughs> just yeah. be quiet during this part. Just, <laughs> you should probably start it over. <laughs> <laughs> that's like watching that's one of your favorite movies thing. and being like, you're trying to show someone a song and they're talking and you're oh. like, you should probably just stop talking right now yeah. for this part. I like <laughs> this. The disrespect, dude. The dis- oh my God. You're like so offended. You're like, I can't believe this is the best part. I can't believe it. Yeah. You ever realize like halfway through too, you're like, this was the wrong audience for this song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it. That's <laughs> like a kickback and like everyone's having a good time. Then you like cue up a song that you think is super I dope just, and it kind of just like changes the vibe of the room like, and you're like, oh, okay. I'm just going to put the next one on. People trying quick. to be all polite, like suggesting like, have you heard that other album? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can't be putting on Circle of Life. You know what's always a good classic? <laughs> Dude, it's I, se- I, Some things I, people are sensitive about it though. 
I yeah. am. If uh, someone oh, doesn't yeah. like I can get a little bit butt hurt if people don't like my music. Yeah. I get I get butt hurt. Like Jordan tells me it doesn't and my well, granted, I'm in my own car listening to my music. He's like, Can we change it? I'm like, Yeah, can, but you know you I don't up? like screamo music. <laughs> but I like it. And we're in my car. <laughs> but that's I think that what's a little bit different too, maybe you gotta between meet you and I where at. is like, I'm the kind of person, and not uh, everyone's like this, that I wanna put on what people you, around me want to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I think I like enough music that I can always be like, oh, I what can find I, something. I can find something. I almost something. find that as like a fun challenge of like, oh, somebody's going to be driving with me today. I'm like, what would they want to listen to? What could they, to? yeah, like. Yeah, and I kind of queue up a few songs. I've made playlists before yes. for like a hangout that I have planned to I have cool. done that. This is why we connect. Is, <laughs> there were like times where I remember I knew I was like, this guy, him and I, we're going to be friends. Because we were like, in the car outside of my apartment complex, yes, I listening this. to like NSYNC. Oh, <laughs> like, like, we were sharing oh, like NSYNC, new dude. Drake songs too. That's when I was like, we, it was one of those things where it's like you just start passing the phone back and forth, like queuing up songs. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. God, I, there's, I there's that respect that. in that game right there. There's yeah. respect in that Sometimes game. people don't hang with me though, and it just ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> I like going back, I like going song for song. Well, that was so much fun. I think it was at your birthday. And we were oh, sitting we around. Did around. We would just pass the just phone pass around the, the phone, circle and, and everyone just cued songs. And it was really cool. Find because the weird then, one in the group. What and the then you start doing the post, and you would get to it, and you'd be like, "Who did this? I can guess who cued this." Yeah. Up. I think you, you guys all pointed one, at me because I, I put on Yo by who Chris Brown. On, <laughs> who put on Drake's metal worship album? <laughs> Michael, they're just like. <laughs> I, I'm all looking around, like, I hope everyone likes wow. it. Wow. <laughs> like, no, no, this is the good part. This is the good part. Everyone listen. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like a house party, you make everyone shut up to listen yeah, to sh- sh- One time I was at a party, I legit put on The Lion King. Oh. Like The Circle of Life. I got The Circle we, of Life we used to, Legit. Uh, we used to have a thing that if we were at a bar and they had a jukebox, we would put on really slow, sad songs. Like put on Death Cab for Cuties, Transatlanticism, and just like <laughs> leave the bar. <laughs> <laughs> leave them with that little gem. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, wow. you hear uh, Ben Gibbard on Chance's yes. album? I was like, wait a minute. What? I know. No, it can't. What? Okay. Like, you guys are friends? You guys are, how, do I, uh, how do I get in on this? <laughs> um, that's a, there's a comedian. I think it's John Mulaney who talks about how they, they queued up What's oh, New Pussycat like wow. 10 times in a diner or something like that. Didn't and just change the, it or what? <laughs> and then <laughs> they like, yeah, I, that's like a whole bit. Oh the my change gosh. of like everyone's face after the first time. When it's it like stops you hear the this. first time. And it's like when it plays the second time, you're thinking maybe this song is just a lot longer than I thought it was. But by <laughs> the time that third time comes yeah, around, you realize. <laughs> yes. Someone did this to us. <laughs> I did, um, we have speakers in our office at work and I did, I queued up like, Twenty times. It's, Tom Jones. It's not unusual. <laughs> it's not unusual. Because <laughs> he it's ends with like a, oh, and then he fades out. And then, then it he, starts the like, <laughs> and I'm like, right, guys, everybody, everyone. Yeah, when the office is like, yeah, cool. Dude, there's something to be said though about the bonding that can take place too, especially when you put on songs in the car and everyone just is like screaming yes. them, like all like singing. Like there's songs that I still hear to this day that I will have to send to certain people, like remind them of like, yes. do you remember, remember that one time in the car that like I had this group of friends in college yeah. that we would sometimes drive down to go to Rock Harbor, mm. and I don't know why, but every time on the way back we would blare like System of a Down songs and just <laughs> scream them obnoxiously, yeah, yeah. like right. wake up. That's like uh, Jay and I have the You're tradition. You're like, I do love metal music. 
That's what I'm saying, dude. Give it a chance. <laughs> Give it a chance. Oh Jay and I have a tradition when we go anywhere far. Start off going to concerts and then coming back on the way back home, we would listen to Drake take care his album nice and just talk just start it that is yeah and then you just like get to marvin's room and cry <laughs> yeah like, take, a minute, take a minute of silence <laughs> <laughs> i didn't make a call <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that, that album uh great i remember yeah. when that came Damn. out 2011 that was like when we first met was like either right before or right after that album came yeah. out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone remembers like where they were at. When you first heard Marvin's room, yeah. you're Take like, care. damn, I really feel this right now. Yeah. <laughs> I remember looking and being like, whatever he's eating looks good on that plate. <laughs> I know, right? But, it's like, but my man looks sad, though. Oh, like, <laughs> why is he sad? Dude, the funniest thing, I love that I sent you. With, Drake memes are always great. Yeah. There's the part from the music video. It's like, I hope no one heard that. Cause if they did, we gonna be in some trouble. Oh, when you're playing Xbox, Xbox, uh, like at Halo Online at 2 a.m. Oh, and you no. yell the F word. He's like, I hope no one heard that. This is so dumb. I hate the internet. I love it so much. Dude. What is, okay, I was thinking about this the other day, though. It's like, what is the deal with all this, like, self-pity and self-deprecating like, humor uh, on like, memes. Like depression. No. I kind of get and sick of it. It's, like, it's also like it's suicidal like, stuff. Yeah, it's, always it's, like it's, it's uh, the burglar puts a gun to my head and says, like, give me your money or your life. And you're like, like just kill me. Take both. Oh. Or like, I'm yeah. depressed anyways. You're yeah, like, we get okay. It. Like, we get it. We get it. We're all sad. It's cool <laughs> to be sad right now. <laughs> There's this like why. wave. I think it's because it... <laughs> Like, a lot of people relate to it, I honestly. think a lot of people... Here's the deal. I think a lot of people do deal with anxiety, depression, nerves, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And being able to see it being talked about in, like, almost a humorous way... Even that, yeah. everybody that, like, relate to be like, oh, yeah, I deal with stuff, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I mean... Yeah, we, we, people feel sad sometimes. I just don't, like... The, it just gets takes exhausting to, to see it, like, as a like, humor as, like, yeah, it is oh, exhausting. I relate. And it's, like, it's not ever, like, a positive outlook on it. It's always, like, a really negative yeah, outlook Yeah, I always see it. comments as, like, funny of you to assume that I talk to people or I talk <laughs> to girls. It's like, <laughs> I, yeah. okay, this was funny the first time I saw it. That's, like, the hardest thing sometimes is, like, seeing people in your life that continuously put themselves down. Yo, I cannot do that. I my cannot. mom's kind of my mom's kind of like that. Um, and I got to a point uh, in my twenties. I was twenty four. I moved into Jordan's because I was like, I just can't do the negativity. Mm. Uh, I understand that things are bad, mom, but I I just can't live here anymore because it's affecting my mindset and outlook on life. So Ugh. I had to move. Can't be around people like that, man. Yeah, well, I, I just have I have you know friends who will always be like, oh look at me, I'm the butt of the joke. Like as the as their yeah, way of yeah, because no one likes me, right? Yeah, like, like oh, look at hey, me. I'm guilty of that. Fell and though. did this again. Classic <laughs> me. But they, just, but people like that always do that. But they yeah. think. Like, uh, I think they think that it is you know that pity is, or the attention is the the love that they need to fix that. But I just don't think. I think it's resetting that bad behavior. Obviously, if you say yes. that kind of stuff, you're going to believe it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like reinf- uh, reinforcing, reinforcing it. it. And yeah. Like, speaking it almost more into reality and like Mm -hmm. owning something that's negative because i think a lot of people sometimes take things about themselves and it's good to admit something that you maybe don't like about yourself Mm -hmm. or you're unhappy with but not admit it to a point to where you're like setting it as your identity Mm -hmm. i think it's better to admit it say you don't like it and then talk about and think about overcoming it rather than saying this is just who i am yeah don't let it don't let it end with just some negative outlook you need to like derive some sort of profit out Mm -hmm. of whatever you experience uh if you had a crappy childhood acknowledge that there's there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that any bad circumstance but don't don't just leave it there be Mm -hmm. like but 
I hope to whatever you want to do with that. Show my kids a better childhood. Any you know what problem, I mean? If yeah. you recognize a problem, there has to be a solution that you has can work to. On. And has you have to be, be actively working on a solution because otherwise you're just harming yourself if you're just going to keep bringing up a problem or yeah. keep hearing about it and not doing anything. Dude, I it. that's interesting that you bring that up because I had been on I've been thinking about that lately uh that I'm like I can't be with someone that is just so self-sabotaging mm -hmm. in that in that mental aspect. I can't do it because then it'll infect me. Mm -hmm. It's much easier to bring someone down as opposed to pull someone up. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. And I understand it's not going to be perfect, but you definitely need to have hope in something. Yeah, there's there's power in a duo when, you know, there's someone there to pick you up when you're feeling like yeah. that, but if if that person is kind of constantly pessimistic and you're constantly having to like lift them and lift them. Um, that's just not, I don't think that's good necessarily because then you're just like playing the, like the servant in a relationship yeah. and you're not necessarily getting anything. Well, you're just pouring out so much from man. it. Yeah. yeah. I just, I envision something that's much more productive as far as, I mean, I would say you probably Mike are a little more pessimistic than I am, but there's times when you challenge me in, in ways and it's still like you're, you're still a growth minded. You're not like pessimistic mm. and then you don't like sink into it and dwell on it. If you feel like that, you, you know what it takes and you have habits and you have practices that you know how to jump yourself out yeah, of that because yeah. you, you can't stay in it. Right. No. And that's something that like, you know, just cause you're naturally like that doesn't mean that you have to like give into just it like, entirely. Yeah. Just continue to feed yeah. down that mm -hmm. lane exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Um, and so, I mean, we have a really beneficial relationship that I feel like you uplift me and I hopefully do that same balance. Yeah, so, you do. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Good. Tyler, what's your middle name? James. It is actually just the initial J. No. Uh, <laughs> it is the letter James. J. So it's anything. James. There was totally a time, uh, like right after high school, when I was. I, I, Taryn's <laughs> laughing because she knows this story. I really disliked the name Tyler. Okay. I have always thought it was like a kid's name and not like an adult name. So I turned 18 and I was like, I'm going to go by James. I'm going to. I'm going to be James now. And I c could not remember to introduce myself to people as James. So I kept like ruining it. it. Like, like, you're like, hey, I'm like, I'm like, hi, I'm Tyler. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's one more person that's added to my life i can't be like yeah. uh redact that yeah. just kidding that's my name is actually, actually james actually call me james uh, so it never worked that's oh funny my, goodness. my boss goes by his middle name too his middle name is michael his actual name is adrian adrian yeah, yeah. Oh, i like adrian a lot better than michael but it's that and i don't even know like initially when i met him michael was much more suited for him interesting is that what he? I remember trying to when I was. Yeah, we all. No one has ever called him Adrian. But did he tell you his name was Adrian first? No, or? he said it was Michael, and then I found out. I'm like, oh, that's, that's, your that's why name? it's hard. And I to... said, oh, I, you a liar. I remember <laughs> being, in, being in high school, yeah, and I I was given the prompt. I don't remember what the prompt was, but I tried to write this thing of like, does the name that you're given direct your personality? Like oh, I was trying, and I was like, remember being like 17, starting to write this, and then thinking about it, and being like, "Well, this is a lot bigger of a topic than I thought." Wow, I didn't really think about this all. <laughs> like I just opened a can of worms. Like yeah, are dudes named you know Nathan or gonna grow up to or, be or, or Keith going to grow up to <laughs> be different Keith? than the dude that goes by Nate? Yes, like, or, or how they're looked at. Right? Yeah. yeah. Do you That's interesting. Isn't that weird to think about? The full name is definitely like a, like someone who goes by Nicholas instead of Nick. And they're like, no, I prefer that you call me Nicholas. I'm like, oh, or I know like, something about you now. You're a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. 
okay. But the name is interesting too because it's something that you have absolutely no choice in and you're just given and you have to live with for the rest of your life. Right. I mean, you can go get it legally changed. I like giving nicknames. I think that's like my thing with, with my relationships. Uh, People give I, me nicknames all the time. I gave you Jorange. Jorange. It was a mixture between Orange and Jor- Jordan. <laughs> When we were in Vegas one time on a trip, everyone started calling me Jardine. Jardine? Jardine. I don't know why. Like Sardine and Jardine? I I always have, like, my groups of friends always gravitate towards calling me TK. TK, yeah. TK. But I've never been someone that got a nickname, you know? I was thinking T-Dog earlier. T dog, that's T dog, that's Taryn. She's T dog. T dog, right, for sure. I call Mike Mikeo. Mikeo, yeah, yeah, which is little, a cool or little bitch. A little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't know about that nickname, dude. <laughs> really endearing. <laughs> Micah and I will just start going off on calling each other like weird stuff. It started with like cowboy. I called you cowboy one Some time. Hoss. And then we call <laughs> Hoss. Cowgirl. Gorlo. Partner. Partner. Palaroo. Yeah. We, buddy. So we, the way it worked in our friend group too is just nicknames that became then there was like slang for the nicknames. That's like why Allison, we now call her Earl. Earl? <laughs> and Josh, we call him Trash. <laughs> or Trashua. That's horrible. Or Trashua. <laughs> like Josh, we just call him, uh, you know, like you bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's the story. Here's the story. Like, hey, you bag of shit. How did that oh. possibly... <laughs> All right, all right, you bag of shit. I love you. (laughs) All right, bring it in. So here's here's the deal. We were out at this bar, and it was this dive, terrible dive bar. The best called like the Harp Inn or something like that. And or it was like Patty's. I think it was the Irish bar. Either way, doesn't matter. Semantics. We were out on the pat. We were out on the patio, and for some reason, like my friend group, us guys, when we're out. People love to come up and just talk to us. Not like girls or anything. Okay. So like other gravit- dudes, drunk dudes, <laughs> love to come up and just like hit water cooler me. Just sitting, being like shooting the shit. I'm like, man, where are your friends? <laughs> Walk away. So we were out on the patio at this bar and this dude stumbles out drunk. And he was like, you guys here? Yeah, here <laughs> You guys hear that Robin Williams died? And this was like a year after Robin Williams had died. <laughs> George Washington is also like like, you really just is this your is this your icebreaker this is how you start conversations and then he starts trying to talk to us and we're nice we're not gonna be like whatever man like leave us alone and he's he's like what's your name and he goes Josh and then he goes trash (laughs) and that's 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 all it took that's all it took and this, we, trash? he's like i wish we would have never went to that damn bar you guys yeah. are still calling him trash like 20 years from now is that one drunk ass dude <laughs> called him trash <laughs> yes my trash. what's your name trash yes my parents named me trash <laughs> that's um, it wasn't connotated with with tr- garbage back in the day when yeah, i was born it's a different meaning <laughs> they, yeah. they, it's short for trash it was endearing <laughs> endearing trash trashua uh that's like um what was it? Uh, How I Met Your Mother? Have you guys seen that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it was uh, uh Barney. What do they Barney's call him? Swarley. Swarley. Yeah. Swarley. Swarley. Yeah, it just evolved. It just evolved. <laughs> They're like like call the bar and have the bartender be like, "There's a phone call for Swarley. 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 Yeah, Is there like, a Swarley?" God. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, that's a great show, man." Swarley. Oh man. Trash, man. That's great, dude. That's so maybe I'll 
get a cool nickname that way. Yeah, Some dude. drunk man. I'll be call thinking me of something. something. <laughs> there was I the drunk people at bars that just want to have conversations with you are either like really fun interactions or just like please end and out started, like forever. It ago. happened so often that we started making games out of it, like trying to see how many times we could get the guy to high five us. Oh, I, lo- <laughs> like, I love doing like, oh, that. Oh man, stuff. you love this bar too? High five, that's so sick, dude. What are you drinking? Oh, you got ice in there. Nice, dude. I, I, high five. I, oh my god, I freaking love doing that to people because you're kind of messing with them, but you're entertaining he's, yourself, he's and you're like, yeah, totally right. These guys are drunk. They don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I usually do like like how long can I keep my hand on their shoulder? Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy uh and i'll just bring him into something crazy it's like you know what like you know what they say back in like the 70s right so like back when like, She's just like <laughs> yeah telephones were just coming out you know and <laughs> and then he's like trying to move but then like i just assert this like holding him on or i'm just like i'm just like and you know what's crazy i'm like how much can i get away right with right now i'm like what's crazy is like and then i'll put my my other hand on him what's crazy is like life isn't like that dude <laughs> <laughs> I think it, at a young age I learned to like just entertain myself by like borderline messing with people. Oh yeah, and it's, you do dumb stuff like that to me <laughs> yeah. all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Love, I love that. that dude. Oh, yeah. or like trying to get them cheers. Like cheers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, dude, cheers. Hey, yeah, I'll cheers to that. <laughs> here's the deal. Like, it, they'll either they'll either realize that I'm messing with them and leave. Win. Yeah. For yeah. me, <laughs> or they don't realize it, <laughs> and, you get I, and I get entertainment. Win. Win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that so He's much. Like, I want to go mess with people right now. I love doing. You that. guys want to know the the most harmless, fun prank in the world is you take a coffee cup, like a Starbucks cup, yeah, and you put a magnet on the bottom of the cup, and you just put it on the top of your car, and then drive oh. around a parking lot. <laughs> And people oh, be like, oh, uh, sir, <laughs> sir, you got uh, off the top of your car there. You got coffee. You, what? <laughs> Someone takes it like they're chasing you down on the car. Uh, I love picking up seriously. on like mannerisms, too, with people. I notice that everyone usually does this in um, when they're driving and they're like signaling to another driver. They usually go like that. And they stick. Their, they're like, OK, you go first. And it's like, OK, thank you. Yeah, just do that in person. Yeah, just the change flat it up. wave, like the lean in, or like the, thank, thank you. Yeah, why is my arm stretched? Like I'm trying <laughs> to touch your car. It's like the international sign of like thank you so much <laughs> in a car, you know? Damn. There's yeah, it's better. This like, what do you do when you get like cut off? Are you the guy that's gonna like give him the middle finger? Yeah. Or, like I should try to yell at him through the window. I always try to give them like the most sarcastic face possible, like "Oh, oh yeah, good job, guy. <laughs> <laughs> well done." Or a simple just thumbs down, like <laughs> "Boo, yeah, boo, boo." I remember uh, so one, of my, one of my one of my favorite things to do with me and my cousin when when like let's say we've all been in a situation where you cut someone off or you do something in traffic you shouldn't have done and you piss someone off and you know they're they're like getting ready to pass you up to see who's this idiot yeah. that and just you wronged just me. Look at them like, no, but instead of looking at them, you just completely ignore them. So like, uh, so like I'm driving, I'm driving and, and they're pulling up to see who I am. And I just go like this, like I exaggerated both arms. Like, <laughs> I'm looking outside my window like, motherfucker. Ah, dude. dude, one time I blew a kiss back at this guy who was like flipping me off and oh. all pissed off. And I was just like, and they ended up trying to like fight me. Yeah. 
People yeah, will take that. I definitely to aggravated the next level. <laughs> I definitely uh, enhanced their road rage, oh, if yeah. you would. <laughs> well, it's that thing. It's that thing. You, you got more power than you think. Yeah. I could ruin this guy's day. <laughs> all it oh, takes just by blowing a one kiss. kiss. Yeah. Every one, kiss. All it takes is one kiss, dude. Begins with K. One dude. kiss yeah. is all it takes. I was, thinking, I was thinking of another one, but it's all right. There's lots of songs. I was dancing right now. You guys, I wish you could see it. I think this is the clip we're going to use. I'm sweating. So. Yeah, I'm At the sweating end of too. our podcast. Anyways, <sighs> Tyler, thanks for coming on, bro. Thanks for having Thank us. You. It's been fun. Thank you, Taryn, for having us as well. Thanks, guys. I look forward to uh, being back. Do round two this Yeah, sometime. definitely, man. We got. I was thinking about that. Like, do we round two it up? Yeah. Check back in. Why not? A check back in, yeah. Check back. So uh, one year later, so you sold any houses yet? <laughs> uh, He's like, I sold, uh, I'm going, I'm going to the moon. <laughs> I sold like, my house because I, I cannot to afford to live there anymore. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh, how are you dealing with this in this time of growth and challenge? Because yeah. <laughs> uh, last time you said, oh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> You're like bringing up. Oh yeah, me. that whole mindset I was talking going on about. Yeah, that's no. not me, dude. That's not, that's not me. Anymore. That guy Weak was shit. dumb. <laughs> Weak shit. Weak shit. <laughs> that guy. You know what? That guy was not fun. Apparently. <laughs> Let's bring back chill, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, that guy doesn't get drunk every night of the week and have the best life. Yeah. You're like, this doesn't sound like you're healthy right Are you now. Okay? <laughs> Come here, Turns into it. an intervention. Uh, yeah, man. Well, but looking anyways, forward to going downhill for round yeah, two. Bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm going to go destroy my life me. so you can come back, circle, and interview me then. Yeah. All right. Anyways, this has been it, guys. Uh, Blank with Friends. I'm Mike. I'm Jordan. I'm Tyler. All right. Peace. <laughs> And blessings. <laughs> Didn't we talk about wanting to include the guest on? Yeah, the, yeah, that's oh, why you should warned me at least. Uh, okay, no, but, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how we're gonna do this. Yeah. We talked about this. You oh, try yeah, we should again? tell them at the end or in the beginning. What to at prepare the end? For the end. We say of their lives. Well, at the end of every episode, we go peace. Or Mike always says peace, and then I say and blessings. Yeah, but we got to get the, the guest on onto you and your kin. Yeah. Anyways, one, two, three. Blank with friends, guys. I love you. I'm Mike. I'm Daryl. <laughs> All right, you see, this is your problem. It's very professional. You don't take anything seriously. <laughs> Here, we'll do it. I'm Jordan. <laughs> I love math. I have big hair. <laughs> big hair. I love math. I identify as a mathematician. Uh, All right. Anyways. Well, cheers, friends. Thank you. Cheers. It's been rad. Okay. Peace and blessings. Goodbye. XOXO. Gossip girl. Gossip girl. <laughs> Later. You actually cannot. <laughs>